0: Brought to you by Poll Company, your premier global communication agency. Good morning. How are you? We're expecting a beautiful start to the week. Plenty of sunshine with temperatures around 5 to 6 degrees above the seasonal average. A high-pressure weather system will ensure clear skies and no rain, maintaining spring-like conditions throughout the region. Light winds and highs of 17 degrees along the coast in Monaco and Cannes, 16 degrees inland around grass. Similar conditions in the Var towards Saint-Tropez with occasional hazy spells and highs of 17 degrees in Saint-Tropez the weather forecast brought to you by pole company your premier global communication agency illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine find out more at polecompany.net so we meet again (laughs) how are you how's your monday shaping up so far Me, well, a little bit excited, a little bit nervous, but uh, very grateful you can join me this Monday morning. They've let Sarah out for good behaviour, and I think they must have put me in for uh, bad behaviour. But very pleased to be here, and uh, thank you for joining me this Monday morning. Hopefully you'll be on my side as I try and uh, see if I can remember all these... uh, buttons and uh, everything else I need to do throughout the course of the morning. Um, Top stories. Well, it's all about the uh, protests taking place in uh, Paris today. Uh, They're going to block Paris. The uh, lorry drivers and tractors are going to be blocking Paris um, as a start of an indefinite siege, choking off the major highways and moving towards the capital as they demand better working conditions. In uh, the local areas, the protests are continuing as well, but nothing to do with the farmers, but we can expect significant traffic disruptions in Nice today. Taxi drivers are engaging in a slow-driving protest. You've been through this before, if you've been here a few years around. It's called Operation Escargot, which means that basically there are these trucks that, to reduce the speed on the motorway to snail's pace. So watch out. I believe that's already started. It's just started as the first convoy has left cannes Mondelier Aerodrome at 7 o'clock this morning, taking the A8 motorway towards the motorway and taking an hour towards the airport and taking an hour and a half to reach the airport. So we can expect slow moving traffic between Cannes and Nice between now and 8.30. And the same in the other direction from Nice-S to the airport. Slow moving traffic there as well. I'll give you more details throughout the course of the day. But if you are caught up in it then do let me know if I can work out how to use this fancy WhatsApp app. That's new since the last time I was here. Feel my way. just about managed to work out how to receive WhatsApp messages. Uh, Sarah's kindly left me a phone here, although I don't have a password to get into the phone, but uh, some of the WhatsApp messages are coming up on the uh, front screen. So uh, do send me a message. It's plus three, three, six, eight, zero, eight, six, nine, five, nine, nine. One of the best things about doing this show is uh, hearing from you, so please do uh, send me a message. Um, good morning to John. He was the first one to message me this morning, wishing me all the best for the show this week. Thank you, John. And uh, I will We'll play requests for uh, Deirdre later on. Thank you for sending me a message, Deirdre. Count on Riviera Radio when traffic jams traffic definitely jamming this morning, but do send me confirmation if you are stuck in this uh, Operation Escargot, and perhaps you could let me know exactly what's happening. I'm told it started at 7 o'clock this morning. Slow-moving traffic, and by that I mean snail-paced traffic between Cannes, Mondelieu and Nice Airport in the direction of Italy, and from Nice Est to the airport in the direction of Cannes. And that's going to be on till 8.30 this morning, so do allow plenty of time there. The good news, though, is that it is a holiday in Monaco, so there should be considerably less traffic heading into Monaco this morning. So let's have a look at this morning's uh, entertainment news. And after cinema successes for Queen, Elton John and Elvis, music fans are in for a treat later this month with the release of a brand new biopic telling the story of one of music's most iconic artists and possibly... Maybe debatably, but possibly the greatest reggae artist of all time. One Love is out in cinemas later this month. The 14th, to be precise, tells the story of Bob Marley exploring a critical two-year span in his life during the tumultuous 1970s in Jamaica, leading to the creation of his groundbreaking album Exodus. And I tell you what, there's one or two uh, interesting covers on that album as well in the film. Kingsley Ben-Adir steps into Bob Marley's shoes, delivering a profound portrayal that transcends mere invitation capturing the essence of the music legend. So you can look forward to that film. It not only celebrates uh, Bob Miley's legacy, but also reveals a bit about the man behind the myth, making it a must-see for uh, fans and newcomers alike. In other entertainment news, social media platform X has temporarily blocked searches for Taylor Swift to address the circulation of explicit AI-generated images of her. The move aims to enhance safety, with users encountering an error message when searching for Taylor Taylor Swift. The issue arose after fake images of Taylor Swift went viral, drawing concern from US officials and her fans. X emphasizing a zero-tolerance policy for non-consensual nudity is actively removing the images and penalising responsible accounts. I can't believe they they, they removed one of the uh, pictures, or maybe all of the pictures, but not after 47 million people had watched the picture. It was reportedly viewed 47 million times before being taken down. And Natasha Beddingfield's iconic British pop anthem Unwritten is enjoying a new lease of life, making a spectacular comeback two decades after its original release. Once a UK top ten hit, the song's enduring appeal was evident at last year's Mighty Hoopla Festival, where 30,000 fans joined Natasha in a ground-shaking sing-along. Now, Unwritten has re-entered the top 40 thanks to its feature in the romantic comedy Anyone But You, starring Sydney Sweeney and Glenn. Ben Powell, even climbing into the top 20 for the first time in 20 years. That seems a good enough reason to give it a ring. You can sing along to it as well. It might be good for you. I'll tell you why later on. First, it was uh, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush and the Stranger Things effect. Then it was Murder on the Dance Floor by Sophie Ellis Bexter, which is currently number two in the UK charts after the Assault Burn effect. And now it's Natasha Bedingfield's turn. Unwritten back in the UK top 20 with Unwritten after being featured in the movie, Anything But You. This goes to show the power of uh, TV and movies on contemporary music. And also go to show that a good song never dies. Well, this is the first request of my uh, stint. For Deidre, who was very quick to get in this morning, just at five past seven. She said, Sarah said that I had to play Dire Straits' Walk of Life, please. Well, Sarah didn't tell me that, but why not? This is for you, Deidre. Enjoy. Good morning. This is uh, Peter in Forcera on the uh, full English Breakfast Show on Radio. Very happy to be here. Coming up uh, later on this morning, I'll be looking at why singing along to songs is good for your health. Playing an instrument's pretty good for you as well. And should you put salt in your tea? Now that's going to stir up a bit a big, isn't The Local news brought to you by Knight Frank Monaco, probably the best real estate group in the world. Good morning. It's exactly seven thirty. I'm Peter Mackley with the latest French and regional news. French farmers are set to launch an indefinite siege of Paris, starting today, choking off major highways and moving towards the capital as they demand better working conditions. They plan to create eight major blockages on route to the capital using tractors and trucks to express their frustrations over excessive regulations and environmental policies, which they believe undermines their competitiveness. The government is responding by deploying 15,000 police and gendarmes to maintain order ensuring key locations like airports and the wrongest food market remain accessible. Despite efforts to address the farmers' grievances uh, with Prime Minister Gabriel Attal prom- promising swift action the leading agricultural union FNSEA is demanding more substantial changes. The tension can- continues as road blockades disrupt travel and the government's initial measures are deemed insufficient by critics including opposition leaders like Eric Ciotti, the leader of the Republicans' party. He's advocated for a minimum monthly income of €1,500 net for farmers, criticising the government's responses as ridiculously weak. In an interview with Le Journal du Dimanche, Ciotti proposes financial support for farmers living below the poverty line, insisting that no farmer should earn less than €1,500 net per month. Mrs Ciotti is also calling for an end to free trade agreements that threaten agriculture and proposes Banning imports from countries that do not meet France's social and environmental standards. Environmental protesters caused a stir at the Louvre in Paris yesterday by throwing soup at the Mona Lisa to highlight the need for healthy and sustainable food. The incident, carried out by the group Riposte Alimentaire, aims to draw attention to food security issues and advocate for a monthly food card for citizens. Despite the dramatic act, the famous Leonardo da Vinci painting remained unharmed thanks to its protective glass. The museum was briefly evacuated but reopened, after cleaning. Protesters in Nice have donned their pyjamas to call for the expansion of night train services. The demonstration organised by the Yes to Night Train Collective follows similar actions in Rennes and Marseille. Participants gathered at the Thiers station yesterday calling for more sleeper cars to various destinations within France and across Europe. They're highlighting the success of the Nice Paris night train which has seen a doubling of passengers since 2021. The protesters are demanding the reintroduction of direct night routes that would discontinue in 2008, such as Nice to Venice, Nice to Rome and also to Naples. As I mentioned earlier on this morning, we can expect significant traffic disruptions in Nice today along the motorway as taxi drivers engage in a slow-driving protest against a Social Security financing bill provision that may impact their earnings. The so-called snail tactics, Operation Escargot, organised by the Cannes Taxi Union, the Alt Maritime Taxi Union and the Independent Taxi Federation follows a previous demonstration on December 11th. The protest will see two convoys of taxis converging on the Outmarried Team Administrative Centre in West Nice before heading to the local health insurance office in North Nice. The first convoy has already departed from Cannes-Mondule Aerodrome, taking the A8 motorway and the second will start from East Nice, Nice Est, both aiming to reach their destination between 8 and 8.30am. The dispute centres around new contractual terms with the primary health insurance funds which taxi drivers fear will reduce their income from medical transport services, a significant revenue source for many. The French government has officially published its new tougher immigration law, despite the Constitutional Council striking down 35 of its 86 provisions. Among the new controls introduced is stricter language requirements for foreigners seeking residency. Passed after a significant political debate, the law aims to control immigration and enhance integration. And one of the key changes introduces uh, French tests for various residency permits. Applicants for multi-year permits must now show a2 level proficiency in French a slight step above beginner level and those aiming for the 10 year residency card need B1 level skills considered intermediate while individuals seeking French citizenship must much reach, much reach a higher intermediate level of B2. This weekend saw the people of Monaco celebrate their patron saint, Sandivot. Among the celebrations was the symbolic burning of the boat ceremony, which commemorates the arrival on the shores of Monaco of the body of Sandivot, a young girl from Corsica who was persecuted for her Christian faith in the 4th century. Festivities continue today. It's a bank holiday in Monaco today. An eight-year-old child has lost his life following a skiing accident on Saturday. The accident occurred at the Grand Bonon Ski Resort in Haute-Savoie. The young skier veered off a blue slope and tragically ended up on a closed black run due to icing conditions, leading to a fatal fall. Despite the swift response of the resort's ski control, who managed to resuscitate the child initially, he was pronounced dead after being airlifted to the CHU hospital in Grenoble. Binge drinking is still a major public health issue in France. Despite a reduction in daily alcohol consumption, a new study by Santé Publique France reveals that the average adult in France consumes 10.5 litres of pure alcohol annually, outpacing counterparts in Spain, Germany, and even the UK. Daily drinkers have decreased to just 8% of the population thanks in part to a reduced wine consumption and proactive public policies. However, the rate of binge drinking, especially among women over 35, remains steady or is increasing. While older individuals drink Less frequently, the youth compensate with quantity, doubling the intake per occasion compared to their elders. It's estimated that alcohol related issues cause 41,000 deaths, including 8% of new cancer cases. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco. Go to BalkanEstates.com. Riviera Radio Sports News. Starting with tennis, in a stunning turn of events at the Australian Open final, 22-year-old Italian Yannick Sinner claimed his first-ever Grand Slam title by overcoming a two-set deficit to defeat Daniel Medvedev. The match, which lasted 84 hours, saw Sinner mount an incredible comeback, winning 3-6, 3-6, 6-4, 6-4, 6-3. This victory came after Sinner's remarkable win against Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. Medvedev has now lost five of his six major finals, including a heartbreak against Rafael Nadal in 2022. And in other tennis news Did you see this story? If at first you don't succeed Try, try and try again Many congratulations to Rohan Bopana Who has finally become A tennis Grand Slam champion At the 61st attempt And he's become the world number one doubles player At the age of 43 His victory in the doubles final In the Australian Open With partner Matthew Ebden Means Rohan has broken a number of records Including the most attempts Before winning a men's Grand Slam's double title And he becomes the oldest man to win a Grand Slam doubles title as well. He's a popular figure on the tennis circuit and in Monaco in particular, he performs regularly at the Players' Show that takes place every year during the Rolex Tennis Masters where playoffs, players show off their hidden talents performing on stage in Monaco for other players. And believe me, Rowan's got one or two hidden talents to show off. In football, it was FA Cup weekend in England and we saw the good, the bad and the ugly side of football. Non-league Mainstone uh, produced the shock of the round with a 2-1 win over Championship High Flyers Ipswich Town. Yesterday, Liverpool comfortably beat Norwich 5-2 to set up a home tie against either Watford or Southampton who drew 1-1 yesterday. Yeah, my team Watford letting in the equalising goal in the last minute of normal time. How frustrating. Um, Newport put on a brave display against Manchester United but were eventually defeated by two goals to four and Wolves' 2-0 victory at West Brom was marred by disgraceful crowd trouble that forced the match to be suspended for 38 minutes late in the second half. Fighting erupted close to the area in the stands reserved for the players' families while missiles were also thrown by both sets of supporters following the visitors' second goal. In France, Nice beat Metz 1-0 consolidating second place in the league while Monaco earned a brave 2-2 draw in Marseille despite going down to nine men. Monaco stay fourth. And in the African Nations Cup, DER Congo produced the latest shock by knocking seven-times champions Egypt out to reach the quarterfinals following a 1-1 draw after extra time. The goalkeeper, Lionel Mfasi, scored the 18th penalty to win a nerve-shredding shootout, 8-7. They'll play Guinea in the quarterfinals, who so edged past Equatorial Guinea with a goal in the 98th minute. Equatorial Guinea had a man sent off in the 55th minute and missed a penalty. In cricket, in an exhilarating climax to the first test between uh, England and India... England clinched a remarkable 28 run victory in a hyperdrive, defying expectations with one of their finest away wins. Ollie Pope's masterful, can you believe it? Ollie Pope's masterful 196 and debutant Tom Hartley's stunning 7 62 spell were pivotal in setting a challenging 231 run for target for India. Despite a strong start, India faltered, getting bowled out for 202 in a nail biting finish on the fourth day. China has introduced stricter regulations in its financial industry aiming to stabilise the plummeting stock market in response to a severe sell-off impacting the world's second largest economy. The China Securities Regulatory Commission is enforcing new measures to ensure a more equitable market, particularly by limiting short-selling activities starting today. The move follows a nearly $6 trillion loss in Chinese and Hong Kong stocks over the last three years. The government's crackdown extends to the real estate sector and shadow banking with recent actions including the liquidation of property giant Evergrande. These steps come amid broader economic challenges including slowing growth, declining exports, record youth unemployment and rising local government debt, signalling a concerted effort to shore up confidence in China's financial markets and broader economic stability. Tesla's shares plummeted over 12% following a warning of weaker sales growth in 2024 compared to 2023, erasing about $80 million from its market value. Despite price cuts in major markets and facing stiff competition from Chinese firms like BYD, Tesla's growth projections have dimmed. The company's recent earnings fell short of expectations, with profit margins affected by discounts, higher R&D spending and costs linked to the new Cybertruck production. Tesla is navigating the before initiating programme of a new, more affordable vehicle in the latter half of next year. Looking at the uh, foreign exchanges 1 euro this morning is buying uh, 85 pence. It's also equivalent to 1 US dollar 9 cents and 94 Swiss francs centimes. On 1 pound this morning is buying 1 euro 17 cents 1 dollar 27 cents and 1 Swiss franc 10 centimes. And 1 dollar is equivalent to 92 euro cents, 78 UK pence and 86 Swiss, Swiss centimes. The Bitcoin this morning trading at 40 $32,252. That's 38,893 euros. And Ethereum, $2,269. The commodities, an ounce of gold is $2,021. And a barrel of Brent crude oil is $83.69. The latest from the market, the uh, FTSE 100 closed uh, the on Friday at $7,635. The CAC 40 up very slightly at $7,634. The Dow Jones stable at $38,109. The Nasdaq stable at 15,455 and the Nikkei down slightly at 385,751. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, Search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. 5 3 5 3 5. The Marine Weather Forecast brought to you by Port Vauban and its brand new International Yacht Club of Antibes. The general situation is a low-pressure gradient across the basin, ranging between 1,030 to 1,033 millibars. No strong wind advisory currently in effect or expected. For the coastal zone of Altmere Team and the VAR, mostly clear skies with some cloudy spells, but visibility will remain good. Winds light and northeasterly at a gentle force 1 to 2 on the Beaufort scale. Sea conditions will be calm to slight, but uh, the, the swell is expected to be uh, insignificant. In Corsica, clear skies. Winds in the north and south are easterly, force 3 to 4, occasionally increasing to force 5 near the Strait of Bonifacio by late afternoon. In other areas, winds will be variable, force 1 to 3. The sea calm, locally slight to moderate near the uh, Strait of Bonifacio, with the swell insignificant, The visibility is good, and the sea temperature is 14 degrees. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Paul Vauban. Welcoming you all year round, for a short or a long stay, for all yachts up to 160 metres. Come and enjoy the new cruise centre at the International Yacht Club of Antibes. Find out more at leportvauban.com. What a fantastic weekend it was. I hope you managed to get some time outside to enjoy the good weather. Beautiful sunshine continues throughout the week. Temperatures 5 to 6 degrees above the seasonal average. A high pressure weather system will ensure clear skies and no rain maintaining spring-like conditions throughout the region. Light winds, highs of 17 degrees along the coast in Monaco and Cannes. 16 degrees inland around Grasse. Similar conditions in the VAR towards Saint-Tropez with occasional hazy spells this afternoon. Highs of 17 in Saint-Tropez, 6 ...around Dregnion. Tonight, clear skies with light winds and overnight lows of 8 degrees. And it's looking good all week. As far as I can see, no sign of any rain and plenty of sunshine throughout the week, particularly on Wednesday and Friday. And finally... Singing along to your favourite songs is good for your health. It is official. Engaging in musical activities like playing instruments or singing can benefit brain health in older adults. That's according to a study published today from the University of Exeter involving over a 1,000 participants aged 40 and above, which suggests that these musical endeavours could enhance memory and complex problem-solving abilities. Playing musical instruments, particularly piano or keyboard, showed the most significant positive impact. While merely listening to music doesn't count, it doesn't have the same benefits. You've got to sing along. A study published in the International Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry highlights the potential of music as a tool in maintaining brain function and reducing the risk of cognitive decline or dementia. So further research may be needed but the findings are encouraging and that means that you can sing along to your favourite songs. We've got a shameless 80s classic here for you now which you can sing along to. It's from Madonna on The Breakfast Show Like a Virgin. Thank you for joining me. Hope you're having a good Monday so far. Let's have a look at uh, some of the stories on the front pages of the uh, papers today. Monaco Matin is celebrating the victory of Monaco resident Thierry Neuville in this weekend's Monte Carlo rally. The Belgian produced some of his finest driving in the French Alps to see off Sebastien Oudier and win the opening round of the World Rally Championship. Neuville began the day with a slender 3.3 second lead over Oudier, but he powered his Hyundai over the ice patch mountain roads to a sweep of fastest times in Sunday's final leg, extending that lead to 16 seconds. It was the 20th win in Nova's career and his second in Monte Carlo, previously winning in 2020. The Financial Times focuses on the three US troops killed in a drone attack on a military base near the Syrian border. The deadly strike was carried out by radical Iran-backed militant group, according to the White House. The paper observes it is the first time US troops have been killed in an attack in the Middle East since the Israel-Hamas war began. On the Times, there's a the picture of England cricketer Tim Hartley, who took seven wickets on his debut to secure a remarkable first test win against India, a victory in which Ben. Stokes hails as the greatest of his captaincy and the tabloids are focusing on the balmy weather in the uk there's a picture of a man in his bathing suit on a beach placed next to a man covered in snow tabloids reporting that uh, the parts of the UK are enjoying a very high January temperature reaching almost 20 degrees in the Scottish Highlands yesterday, just one week after being covered in snow. Well, I tell you what, when you have sunshine like we had this weekend, it reminds you why we choose the French Riviera at this time of year, doesn't it? What a great place to be when it's like that. We'll have the latest news from the BBC the coming up next. BBC news morning. It's looking absolutely beautiful outside the studio window at the moment. The sun, the morning sun glistening on the port, uh, lighting up the boats, lighting up the buildings. It is absolutely beautiful. And temperatures today, 5 to 6 degrees above the seasonal average. Light winds and highs of 17 degrees along the coast in Monaco and Cannes. 16 degrees inland around Grasse in the VAR. Occasional hazy spells this afternoon. Highs of 17 in Saint-Tropez, 16 degrees in Draguignan. Tonight, Clear skies, light winds, overnight lows of 8 degrees and it's looking pretty good all week. No sign of any rain, plenty of sunshine, particularly on Wednesday and Friday. Hopefully you'll have some chance to enjoy the uh, wonderful weather we're enjoying this time of the year, which sort of reminds us why we choose the French Riviera, doesn't it, If you're skiing, off-piece snow conditions in higher altitudes are good, but lower altitudes are seeing thinning snow cover due to the warm, sunny weather really must brush off the dust of my uh, ski boots sometime haven't I been mean, for years This is the Full English Breakfast with Peter in for Sarah all week. Thanks for your company. Today, January the 29th, is National Puzzle Day. The perfect day to do a little bit of brain exercise, whether it's a crossword, jigsaw or sudoku. Puzzles engage our brain in more ways than one. Scientists have discovered that when we work on a jigsaw puzzle, we utilise both sides of our brain, improving memory, cognitive function and problem solving skills in the process. So maybe do a little puzzle at some point Day. Maybe I can help you out with that a little bit later on, actually. It's also Free Thinker's Day, so feel free to think outside the box. Birthdays today include Oprah Winfrey, who's seventy years old today, and Tom Selleck. Do you remember Tom Selleck, known for his roles in television and film, most notably as the private investigator Thomas Magnum? Well, he's seventy-nine years old today. And a couple of music birthdays: Roddy Frame is sixty. Roddy Frame, of course, of Aztec Camera, and the Rag and Bowman Man is thirty-nine. It's eight minutes past eight with Mister Probes that's a debut single for aiden foyer who used to be an edm dj and then he took a couple of years off and just went away in the woods somewhere and uh, meditated i think and uh, he's come back as a pop singer that's a great song isn't it the ballet girl from aiden foyer thanks for all your messages this morning really appreciate it Morning to Therese, the Dawn, to Boris. Gemma says, Are you the same Peter Mackley that DJed at my wedding in 1997? <sighs> That's making me feel old, but I do remember that wedding. You gave me a clue. You said it was Sheffield and the pool. And I remember one of your relatives, who was called Gordon, dancing to a well-known song by Jill St. John. It was so much fun. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio, Travel News. It's much less fun on the motorway this morning. Uh, The Operation Escargot is in place with uh, the slow-moving traffic moving at snail's pace between the Cannes Mondelieu, heading towards Nice Airport in the direction of Italy, and in the other direction from Nice S towards the airport. It's expected to go on until 8.30. I'm not sure if it's finished already yet. Maybe if you've been caught up in it, you can let me know. But uh, it will be uh, slowing down your journey considerably if you're stuck in it. But once you get past it you're heading towards monaco it should be a lot easier getting into uh, monaco today as it is a bank holiday in monaco as we celebrate uh, saint devout <laughs> apart from that it's all relatively smooth the uh, eight o'clock train from Draguignan is arriving in 50 minutes late and there are no major delays at the airport <laughs> We like a bit of pop quiz, don't we? I know Sarah's been doing great things on the pop quiz. So uh, this week I'm going to be focusing on storylines in the pop quiz this week. That means I'm going to tell you the story of a song and then you see if you can work out which song I'm talking about. Does that make sense? I'm going to give you a few more clues as we go along. But if you get it after the first clue, then you can award yourself ten points. And if you get it later on, then you can award yourself five points. See how many you get by the end of the week. So I'm going to start with an easy one put you in the mood which song is it that tells the story of a woman who claims that the singer is the father of her child despite his denials and protests it's apparently inspired by a true story the song's lyrics explore the theme of false accusations and the impact they can have on a person's life which song am i talking about Taylor Swift on the Riviera Radio full English breakfast show. That's a cruel summer. Thanks for sending your messages in for this morning's pop quiz. You can reach me at studio at email.mc I'm just about mastering WhatsApp but you have to be brief in your messages. I can only see the uh, notifications. I can't actually get into the app because I don't have the uh, code to uh, the studio uh, phone yet. I'll try and sort that out by tomorrow. Um, But it's not Believe by Justin Bieber. It's not Papa Don't Preach but Lisa has got it absolutely right. I'm looking for the song which tells the story of a woman who claims that the singer is the father of her child, despite his denials and protests. Apparently, it's inspired by a true story. The song's lyrics explore the theme of false accusations and the impact they can have on a person's life. What else can I tell you about this song? Well, it did face a copyright lawsuit. You probably didn't know about this. A Belgian songwriter and producer René Van Hoodigan claimed that the song's bass line was plagiarized from his 1979 track, Funky Town. The case was eventually settled out of court. And it was during this song... By the way, if you've got it now, you can earn yourself ten points. But I'm going to give you a big clue here. It was during this song that the singer introduced his famous moonwalk dance to the world. Let me know that you know... That's Chuck A. Khan. Not Chuck A. Khan, which I thought her name was when I first heard about her when I was a kid. I'm every woman. 8.23 on the full English Breakfast Show. Thanks for all your messages. Great to hear your happy voice says Jill. What a cheery way to wake up hearing your show. Thank you for your kind words. She says the beautiful glowing pink sunshine if you can see it. Um, Well I can see it from the uh, main office and it is looking absolutely amazing and uh, part of me thinks that January is becoming one of the best months in the uh, French Riviera. It's uh, not quite as busy not quite as stuffy as the summer but you still get beautiful days like today. So how did you do on today's is a pop quiz it's a storyline I told you the line of a, the storyline for a famous song from the 1980s the song tells the story of a woman who claims that the singer is the father of her child despite his denials and protests the songs lyrics explore the theme of false accusations and the impact they can have on a person's life you knew what it was didn't you of course you did Lisa's the pop champion this morning Nicola, Diane, Janine where are all the guys by the way the women were the first off the mark this morning. Maybe we can change that in the coming days. It's a song that introduced the moon dance to the world. And was it pinched from Funky Town? Well, there was a court settlement about it. We'll see. It's Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. So who was the real Billie Jean? <laughs> Nothing to do with Billie Jean King, actually, which is uh, the legend. In fact, Quincy Jones wanted to change the title to Not My Lover because he thought it would be confused with uh, tennis star Billie Jean King. But uh, Michael Jackson ended up winning that battle. We don't know much about who Billie Jean was, but uh, again, according to Quincy Jones, he said Michael Jackson found this woman one day lounging by his pool with a bathing suit and sunglasses on. And she accused Michael Jackson of being the father of one of her twins. It seems quite funny, really, if you think about it. How can you be the father of just one of the twins? And finally, Professor Michelle Frankel from the United States is causing a bit of a storm in the British teacup. Teacup, she stirred up the British tea scene with her unconventional claim that adding a pinch of salt can perfect the beloved cuppa. What do you think about that? Would your morning cuppa be a little bit better with a pinch of salt? Well, it might have some logic to it. Professor Frankel from the Bryn Mawr College roots a suggestion in both ancient Chinese manuscripts and modern chemistry. She explains that a tiny amount of salt counters the bitterness in tea without being detectable. Are you going to try it this morning? Tiny pinch of salt in your tea? Maybe it'll be the best cuppa you've ever had. This bold proposition has even prompted a light-hearted response from the US Embassy, assuring that adding salt to tea is not official United States policy. Despite the controversy, Professor Frankel encourages an open mind, urging, urging tea enthusiasts to explore and experiment with their brews, reminding us that the quest for the perfect cup of tea is a journey as rich and diverse as its history. Are you ready to change your tea habits? you never know might catch on you can catch up with news throughout the day on Riviera radio the full news with plenty more stories are online on the uh, rivia radio.mc website also be on the podcast not sure if the podcast is going to go out today because the uh, no one here in the office so i don't know how to do it but it will be back tomorrow for sure and we'll have, of course, the international news at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. Back to the classics. Yeah, get the hairbrush out. Try singing along to this. Well, I was lucky enough to see the ABBA show in London recently. You know, the one where it's holograms performing the songs. Tell you what. I was absolutely blown away. The special effects were stunning. And for once, there was an advantage of uh, eyesight fading. My daughter said they looked a little bit like Disney characters on the stage, but it looked very real to me. It was just like going back in time. It was quite moving, actually. And I tell you what, songs like Dancing Queen, they work for the eight-year-olds, the 80-year-olds, the 48-year-olds. Everyone can have fun to that song. Morning it is January the 29th it is a bank holiday in Monaco. Yes I know St. Devot Day was on the 27th. Thanks for uh, pointing that out Gilbert. Um, in Monaco they get an extra day bank holiday when it falls on a weekend. So not much happening in Monaco today. Today is all uh, nas- today is also National Puzzle Day. The perfect day to do a little bit of brain exercise and I think I'll help you out with that a little bit later on. It's free thinker's day so feel free to come up with at least one idea today. That thinks outside the box. On this day, 1845, Edgar Allan Poe's famous poem, The Raven, was published in the Evening Mirror in New York, marking its first publication with the author's name. And another notable event on this day was the patenting of the first successful gasoline-driven automobile by Carl Bentz in 1886, a landmark moment in the history of transportation. And on this day, 30 years ago, guess who was presenting the uh, Riviera Radio Breakfast Show? Yeah, (laughs) a very young yours truly, with horoscopes and brain teasers and uh, lots of uh, fun. I remember Derek Grant was doing the uh, financial news, do you remember him? And I had a changeover with uh, David Fortune. David Fortune, if you remember him, he was quite a formidable character, and to be honest, I was a little bit scared of him, even when I was doing the programs, but he did teach me an awful lot nine minutes past nine now sarah is goes very easy on you on the links i think she makes it way too easy so while i'm here the links are going to be especially devious you'll need to put your thinking cap on you might need to shazam a few titles but there is a logical link between all the three next songs i challenge you i challenge you to work it out and if you can't work it out just enjoy yourself and sing along Sounds remarkably like a new order, doesn't it? But the band is actually called Monaco. But yes, it is Peter Hook from a new order on vocals there. What do you want from me? That sold half a million copies when it came out. So Janine says, is it something to do with Monaco? Yes, but maybe you could have been a little bit more precise. Derek says, I think it's about saints. Yes, I did play the All Saints, but again, I wanted you to be a bit more precise. Good morning to Ian. Ian, you are totally on my wavelength, and if I hadn't thought of something as clever as you did, then I might well have used it. He said uh, Sandy, and uh, Sandy was the one who sang Hopelessly Devoted to You, and then you played Pure Shores by All Saints, so did it have anything to do with beaches? Well, it could have done, but it didn't. But uh, we did get a few correct answers. Well done to uh, Nicola. A wild guess, but a correct one. And Pam's just uh, mailed in with the correct answer as well. You heard uh, Olivia Newton-John, Hopelessly Devote, devoted to you. You heard the All Saints and Pure Shores and then Monaco. What did you do for me? So the link, of course, is Saint Devote celebrating the bank holiday weekend this weekend in Monaco. Peace, peace. Morning to uh, Jan, who said that uh, he also saw the uh, ABBA show twice, in fact, and he agreed with me. It's a stunning show. <laughs> morning, Jan. Jan, how's life in Nottingham? I was actually in Nottingham uh, only a couple of weeks ago, celebrating a very special occasion. My grandmother turned 100. Sometimes I might feel old, but when I can still be a grandson, suddenly you don't seem that old. And loads of people were writing in about... Shows 30 years ago on Rubio Radio. There are some long-standing listeners are still going strong, so it's great to hear from you. Deidre reckons she's been on the scene longer than me. She used to read the news on Rubio Radio 35 years ago. There's a blast from the past. It's impossible not to woo-hoo along to that song, isn't it? Katie Tunstall on Revere Radio. It's uh, 30 minutes away from 9 o'clock. Today, National Puzzle Day, the perfect day to do a little brain exercise. So I thought I would help you out. Did you know that whether it's a crossword, a jigsaw or a Sudoku puddle, puzzles, engage your brain in more ways than one. Scientists have discovered that when we work on a jigsaw puzzle, we utilise both sides of the brain, improving memory, cognitive function and problem solving skills in the process. So, by passing on a puzzle to you, maybe I can stimulate your brain and improve a number of skills. So that's uh, reminding me. We were talking a little bit. I mentioned earlier on that uh, it's uh, 30 years since I did my uh, first breakfast show here. Still haven't got any better, and uh, quite a few people were listening back then as well, Morning to uh, in Yes, remember you from the early 90s and in between. Welcome back. Deirdre was also on the radio over 30 years ago. She said that she used to read the news, got paid about £10 for the fun of it. I think you got paid more than I did at that time, to be honest. She's a journalist, lived in Cannes for 35 years, but heading off to New Caledonia and uh, celebrating a birthday next week. Oh, oh, maybe that's another request we'll have to pull out for you. So, in those days, my very first shows, I used to do this at Brain Teaser just before the end of the programme. Challenging you to try and work out the scenario. They've become quite famous since. I don't think it's down to me, but most of them you've probably already heard elsewhere. But I just thought I'd uh, dig this one out of the archives. It's one of my favorite brain teasers. And we'll see if you can work out the scenario. A man was pushing his car towards a hotel. As soon as he arrives at the hotel, he knows He's broke. What is going on? A man was pushing his car towards a hotel. As soon as he arrives at the hotel, he knows he's broke. What is going on? Have a think about it. Let me know if you know the answer. You can WhatsApp on the plus three, three, six, eight, zero, eight, six, nine, five, nine, nine. Yep. Got it. And you can also email the studio studio at rivieradio.mc. took a pill. Good morning to Pam. You are on fire today, aren't you, Pam? First one to get the correct answer to the teaser I posed you in honour of National Puzzle Day. Hi also to Jim and to Lucy. A man was pushing his car towards a hotel. As soon as he arrives at the hotel, he knows he is broke. What on earth is going on? Well, the answer is he was playing Monopoly. Monopoly pushing his little toy car to Mayfair or wherever, lands at a hotel and realises he's completely bankrupt. Thanks for joining me this morning. It's been a lot of fun, and I really appreciate all your messages. Should we do it all again tomorrow? Let's see if I can manage these early starts for the rest of the week. Enjoy whatever you get up to this Monday. See you tomorrow at 7. Take care.